welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Uh, Violetta handed me this, but I don't know if it's your hey, I was wondering, Violetta, or somebody you know. Oh, so I'm you're going to sure. have to clarify here in just a second. Okay. Under the uh, topic, what are you supposed to do when people sing happy birthday to you? <laughs> is this yours? Yeah, this is mine. <laughs> Violetta writes, I love birthdays and celebrating other people's birthdays, too. But when it's my birthday, there's nothing more confusing or uncomfortable when people are singing happy birthday to you. Do you sing along? Do you clap? Do you just (laughs) smile and nod? Just wondering, thanks, Violetta. Yeah. It's, I really... Like, it's the old, what do you do with your hands thing in pictures. Exactly. I just get so awkward, and I love the moment, but I don't know how to, like, embrace the moment or what the correct thing to do is. Because when you sing along, then you get to the, like, happy birthday to you, Violetta. You know, I don't think you sing along. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever sung along to my own happy birthday song. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I have. I <laughs> that would even occur to me to do that. Oh, I thought that was the normal. Like, is I, that normal? I, I end up singing along because I don't know what else to do. And then you're just staring at people and looking down at the cake and being like, wait, I forgot. I didn't think of a wish yet. And it's just like a lot of pressure. Your second one is, do you clap? Yeah. Have like, you, have you done that too? <laughs> Like, okay, everybody's singing to me. <laughs> do you clap? I like looking around to see who's singing the loudest. <laughs> do you really just <laughs> smile and nod? I think I'd probably go the smile and nod route. Like, do you even stick know. around long enough for a full happy birthday song to yourself? I try not to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I try not to. I, I think I just look uncomfortable until it's over and, then, and then try to change the topic. Like right now, sing happy birthday to Whip and see what he does. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Just working. See, he won't look at you. Yeah. He's uncomfortable. Too weird. He's pretending to to get his news ready. (laughs) It's all fake. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. I just typed a bunch of random letters so I wouldn't have to look. It it is very strange. Maybe that's what you do. You try to look uh, (laughs) like you're distracted. Like while they're singing, you look at somebody and like mouth words them and point at them like, yeah, coming at you. I think I I just got multiple texts. I better look at this for a while. Better check again. And you hope that nine seconds ends quickly. (laughs) 312-233-1019. Our phones are on fire. Uh Uh-oh, really? Love that. (laughs) That's good. That is great. Uh, Work at home, dad's do not enter poster goes viral. He's been in lockdown for how many months has it been now? Eight, seven, eight, eight months. Yeah, yeah. It started in 2014, didn't it? Seems like it. I don't know. He can't take it anymore. He's like, I'm not getting work done. I got these two kids here. They're supposed to be e-learning, but everybody knows that doesn't work. Yeah. So they keep coming in here and bugging me. So I'm just going to put up a sign with all the answers to their questions. They can just read the answer they need. In the wash, ask mom, no, unless you're bleeding, it's fine. That's my favorite one. And pieces of fruit. <laughs> Top three things your dad would always say to you. Hey, Barbara. E does not mean enough. E does not mean enough. When I run out of gas and come home crying. Oh, no wonder. That's funny. Oh, it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Hi, Nicole. Hi. Dad would always say. He's like, go ask your mom. I'm resting my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Your your dad liked the resting your eyes uh, storyline. My dad did go with that one a lot, too. Oh, yeah, mine, too. He would hear the TV channel change and... Yeah. Oh, that's when the resting your eyes kicked in. What yeah. is that? That's Must have been within a, a, the parent handbook at some <laughs> yeah. point. I think, so. yeah. I think so. I didn't read that page. Uh, Nikki at number three, Dad would always say. 
Uh, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. That's pretty standard. Because <laughs> apparently we were rude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like a, you better check yourself and try that again. Sounds like your dad. Uh, and number two, <laughs> Teresa, your dad would always say. I'm glad I didn't call you great. You fell into a lot of things, huh? Tripped a lot, hurt yourself yeah. a lot. Yep. Always bumping, bruising, you know, falling down. Yeah. Bumping and bruising. Why are some kids are so, yeah, just falling and all finally, over the place? And at number one, Christy, your dad would always say to you. He would always tell us, I'm going to give you some UA, unsolicited advice. There it is. Oh, wow. Going to throw you some UA. Coming at you. Yeah, some UA. How did you generally oh. respond to that, Christy? An eye roll? <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's a kind of a variation of, are you sure you know what you're doing, that my dad says to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Your unexpected school lunch. <laughs> After the story that uh, dad was told, hey, um, can you uh, simplify your eight-year-old's lunches because all the other students are getting jealous? Your eight-year-old's unpack and it's like a full dinner spread, like a Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Oh, man. The other kid's like, I, I got... Half a ham sandwich and a Twinkie. <laughs> Making them feel bad. Yeah. Uh, Violetta, you know, has gone down this road with the uh, the pickled cabbage with a side of. Um, sometimes polenta. I'm a like, side of polenta. Ah, what yeah. eight-year-old brings polenta? <laughs> Very worldly. Yes, it is. Uh, whip these uh, people are going to be talking your language, I believe. Right. Karen, your lunch would involve what? Hi, Karen. Hi. 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 How are you guys this morning? We're excellent. What We're kind good. of lunch would you have as a kid? Brown swagger and mayonnaise sandwiches. I don't even know what that what is. is. I thought it was a guy I went to school with, not what I ate. Is that sausage? Brown swagger, brown swagger is um, like liverwurst and it's spreadable. And Ew. I didn't know what it was. And I ate it until somebody called it liverwurst. And then I refused to eat it anymore. Uh, and still nobody knows what it is to this day. Pate. Uh, I got half a peanut butter and jelly. What do you have? A Braun Schweiger. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you got a beer. It does sound like Do you serve that in a stein? Are we at Oktoberfest? <laughs> uh, hi, Stacy. So I was the same thing. I had liver sausage, and we would have it on a wash of bread crackers. And I loved it, even though I knew it was liver sausage. Uh-huh. Someone yeah. said, ew, you're eating turds on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But see, that actually kind of kind of makes it, you know, it cools it up a little bit. <laughs> That's yeah. right. God. Is, that, uh, is that liver turds. sausage? No, man, it's turds on a cracker. I'm going to sprinkle some Cheetos on the top of it. Yeah. I got the guts to watch, eat it. Watch what I'm doing here. Oh, man, you're unorthodox lunch, Mary. Oh, I would have uh, the Italian sub. And when Tuesday they called Mary subs, or I'd have a meatball sandwich. Ah, there you hey, go. I'd take that. Nice Yum. meatball sandwich for the seven-year-old. Yeah, I'd totally be jealous of that. That is nice. Pablo, your unorthodox lunch was what? I had an eggs with chorizo sandwich. Ooh. I kind of want one of those yeah. now. Yeah. Eggs with chorizo sandwich they would send you with, huh? Exactly, yep. Uh, Were you you ever jealous of the other kids' food? You know, they had the PB&J and you had the eggs and chorizo? Actually, one of my uh, uh, classmates always wanted to trade with me. He wanted to trade his uh, tuna fish sandwich. He said this was too boring. Uh Mm. Did you ever make that deal? No, I never did. No, I, I, yeah. I didn't like tuna at all. Good man. Mm. The tuna doesn't stay cold enough yeah, by lunchtime. Not, yeah. <laughs> the tuna fish, it's been sitting in your locker for four hours. I kind of yeah. 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 Thanks, 
me wonder sometimes. Hey, Andrew, you're on Orthodox Lunch. Hey, guys, how you doing, Eric? Great. And, uh, you got to I feel like I'm a groupie with you guys now. Oh, thanks. Aww, that's good. That. That's good stuff. Oh, you're going to love this one. My parents are from Netherlands. They're right off the boat, straight off the boat. Okay. So my mom my mom would get something called, it's called a haggislag. And what it is is you get a piece of, uh, like a bread, you put some butter on it, and it's little pieces of chocolate. You're almost having a chocolate sandwich. The, peep, the kids in my class would be freaking out. Because they're like, he's eating chocolate they're sandwiches. Like, God, that Dutch kid is so cool. Oh, oh, God, and, God bless the Netherlands. I know. And, and I'll tell you something. And if my mom were still alive, we, we would still have it in the house today. And fortunately, mom and dad are gone. But uh, right. I had a call. And actually, you know something? I am so proud to be a groupie, guys. Oh, I'm thanks. A, oh, thank you. That's so sweet. That's great. That Dutch kid with the chocolate sandwich yeah. and those cool wooden shoes. <laughs> You're the coolest. Yeah. Is it, the, is it Whip? Is it the Dutch that wear the, the wooden shoes? I think they or do. Is that the, Nor- the Norwegians? Claws. I think it's the Dutch. I think it's it the is Dutch. the Dutch. With yeah. the windmills. Right. Yeah. Windmills and the wooden shoes. That's Hang on. definitely Windm- the yeah. yeah. Andrew, the is, it, is it wooden shoes you guys would wear? Oh, yeah. We, we had them all over the house. There you go. Actually, I thought so. Last, last time I was out there was in 96. Actually, I had two aunts that were a nun, and the uncle was a priest. Oh. 170, 176 years of service in the Catholic religion. Look and, at that. And, just and wrapping I, it up over there. Yeah, it's kind of right. like the sound of music, right? That is great. It is like the sound of music. <laughs> uh, top three things trending on Twitter right now. We go over to Violetta sitting over there. Social media desk in at number three. Hashtag Disney Plus is celebrating one year today. It's only been one year since Disney Plus started. Huge releases exclusive to them are trending right now. Hamilton, Mulan, and of course, The Mandalorian. Absolutely. Trending on Twitter, number two. Hashtag Cancel Denny's is trending after a debate breaks out among Minecraft players after popular streamer Dream shares a story of allegedly witnessing a robbery in one of the chains. However, everybody is giving this a major eye roll, the whole trend. There there are so many out there. They're not actually talking about canceling Denny's, but they are agreeing that it is the parking lot you go to fight in. Which is just... I have no clue no. what any of the last 45 seconds you might have been speaking Dutch. But what? I'm just wondering if, like, do the Minecraft players of the world have the societal power to get something canceled? No, but it's not a real cancel. Like, they're not actually mad about anything, mm. What is what I'm saying. They're just kind of, like, jokingly saying cancel Denny's. Okay. Let me know when it's over. And trending on Twitter, number one. Ready for the crap. Um, So a 2020 candle, scented candle, is honoring the lockdown and Tiger King. The Flaming Crap Candle Company says that... Now we're getting something I'm interested in. um, The layered candle won't exactly complement each other, all of the different scents in there, but it is fitting for a global pandemic. Do you guys want to guess any of the 2020 scents? Uh, Uh, Tiger urine. Sweaty tiger. Um, no. Uh, mm. dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, what's it? What's who's the? I've already forgotten the lead guy. Joe Dirt. Uh, Joe Dirt. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic underarm odor. Okay, no. So I'm going to tell you guys. It is banana bread. Uh huh. What? Well, because we cooked a lot of banana bread during lockdown. Sweaty Carol Basket. Sweaty Carol Basket. Oh, it's like lockdown and Tiger King. Okay, so banana bread, hand sanitizer, DIY, Woody Musk, and then a budget. That was my first radio name. (laughs) Woody Musk? (laughs) You should have stuck with it. Um, And then a budget aftershave for Joe Exotic. I love trending on Twitter. <laughs> Anybody listening who? With a solo birthday celebration. There was a story out, things to do on your birthday alone. 
you know, like uh, you're quarantined and you don't want to be around anybody, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap. See, you can say crap. <laughs> oh, crap. Today's my birthday. Yeah. What do should you, I do? Do you acknowledge it? Whip and I both ignore it. Violetta has a bigger party than Whip and I would have if we could have people over. <laughs> right. Blowing up balloons for yourself. Bruce. Yes. Your birthday celebration alone was what? A 300-mile motorcycle run. Ooh. Wow. That's awesome. That is great. Where'd you yeah. go? Uh, everywhere and anywhere. Just rode? Just rode around. Just hit the open road like a Geico commercial? Yeah. When you ride uh, 300 miles, Bruce, and uh, then you stop and climb off the bike, scale of 1 to 10, how much does that hurt? Uh, Not too bad. Really? You know, I got an electric light classic, so it's pretty comfortable. Uh, Nice. Good for you. Just hit the open road with a 300-mile motorcycle ride. And a balloon attached to it. And a balloon. And a balloon, I'm certain. Bruce doesn't strike me as a balloon attached to his hog kind of guy. No. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Adam. Hey, good morning. Solo birthday celebration? Oh, yeah. I got in a car, went up to the Dells, had a cheeseburger and Monk's Bar, a couple pickles, and greasy french fries. Oh. Take it and run. Yeah, it always tastes better at the Dells, doesn't it? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Who knows? Good for you. Back in the good old days, you go up there and get a cheeseburger by yourself, then maybe get on the duck boat by yourself. Yeah. Those things ride smooth, don't they? That's great. Uh, Crystal, your solo birthday celebration involved what? I take the day off and go to Portillo's for free cakes and Denny's for Grand Slam. Find all the free food. Yeah. Honestly, you're savvy. I like that. You don't need the roast beef sandwich. Just go get the free food at Portillo's. I'll take that. Uh, we just asked one in a secret Eric in the morning off-air poll for a very specific reason. Let's let's, let's try this. Alexis? Yes, hello. Uh, good morning. Uh, how old are you, Alexis? I'm 29. 29, perfect. And are you in a relationship? I'm married. Married, and how long have you been married? Uh, 2016. Uh, almost five years. Good math. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Solid math. <laughs> oh, I love uh, you. The, the number questions are going to get a little bit harder. Are you ready, oh, Alexis? Fine. Here we go. I'm ready. Alexis. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being unbelievable, 1 being terrible, how attractive is your significant other? I give him an 8. An 8. No hesitation. All right. On a scale of 1 to 10, same rules apply. What do you give yourself? I give myself about a 7. A 7. So you're saying he is slightly better looking than you. Yes, he is. Now, the million-dollar question, and uh, we don't know the true answer. We have to take your word for it. If we were to ask him the same question, would we get the same numbers, you think? No, he would definitely. He says he's like a five, and then he calls me a ten. Because he loves you. He's very wise. (laughs) Very wise. He's very, very wise. That's so sweet. Thank you, Alexis. We appreciate it. Yeah, so she says she's a seven. He's an eight. Uh, We asked five people off the air that exact question. They didn't know we were going to ask. We said, listen, in your relationship, scale of 1 to 10, what are you? Scale of 1 to 10, what are they? Uh, What do you think people gave themselves as an average score? Around the horn, go. Seven. 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 Six. Six point eight was the average of the five scores. Not knowing, completely anonymous, not being held accountable. Nobody will know their answers. What did they give their significant other on a scale of 1 to 10? Around the horn, go. Nine. Six. <laughs> yeah, eight. 7.5. Oh. So pretty close again, much like you just witnessed. 
Why do I ask that? Because I saw an overheard in Chicago, the post. Chicago is the only city where girls who are tens cry over guys who are twos. Oh. <laughs> it's probably, so, it probably is true. so true. Is I've seen it. Yeah, they get all worked up over a guy that's not even in their league anyway. Yeah, and it's like, like you're so much better. What are you doing, girl? Which reminds me of the next thing I saw on the internet, and we'll do more of this. Yo, internet, what's up? Coming up tomorrow. This guy posted, My wife is so much better looking than me that the cashier just put the plastic divider down in the middle of our groceries. Like, you can't be together. Right, there's no way you two are together. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, so even the cashier, without saying anything, put that... the divider down, just assumed his stuff, her stuff. There's no way these two are together. Yeah, yeah. Oh that's hilarious. God. That is really funny. That's so amazing. subliminal. Does anybody or has anybody had anything similar happen to you? Where somebody just couldn't believe God. that the two of you were together? Oh, wow. You're with, with her? <laughs> You're with, with him? Uh, we just did the off-air poll. Uh, how good looking are you on a scale of 1 to 10? How good looking is your significant other? And the averages were 6.8 for me, 7.5 for them. One guy, uh, Swanee told me, gave himself a 4. Oh, okay. And uh, his girlfriend a 9. Oh. Which leads to what I saw on the internet. My wife is so much better looking than me that a cashier just put a plastic divider down in the middle of our groceries. That's amazing. Hilarious. Yeah, the cashier, like Jewel or Mariana's like, no, you two together? Mm-mm. Yeah. Didn't even question no, it. Just not, the not possible. There. <laughs> Your food, his food. We're not doing this. Uh, who has had that happen? 312-233-1019. They couldn't believe the two of you were together. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Uh, what was your story? So my ex-husband and I, this was about five years ago, we went to the movies and they asked him if it was okay that his daughter saw an R-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. What did you do? Yeah, what happened then? I kind of, my jaw dropped and I was like, this is my husband and I'm older than him. Oh, oh you were older than him. Boy, wow. you look that good. Oh, yeah, I wow. guess that's a, that's a, that's that's a compliment, that's right? I thought for a second him. he was like significantly older. Yeah, than yeah. Him. that's when you throw out like a daddy. I guess so. Uh, hi, Cindy. Hey, um, so we were in Ohio at a pumpkin patch where my in-laws are from, and I went into the, like, bar and thing or whatever to get some cider, and the, the guy that was in there was totally flirting with me, and he's like, he gave me, like, free cider and free apples, and my husband walked in, and apparently his family knows the owner of this pumpkin patch, uh-huh. and my husband walked in, and they asked him if he was my father-in-law's brother, so his dad... Brother. Because, like, he's gotten, like, gray over the last oh, couple yeah. years. Well, yeah. Oh, well. God knows we all do. Yeah. 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 At least you got apple cider out of it. That's the most and important apples. thing. By the way, uh, you know, obviously a couple of stories with confusion on age there. A new study has found that marrying someone your own age cuts your chance of divorce significantly. Well, really? really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that. You Most of us think things. compatibility and love are the greatest predictors of marital success. This study says that age different ma- difference matters as well. The yeah. study compiled polling data from more than 3,000 recently married and divorced Americans. Uh, turns out the closer you are in age, the less likely you are to divorce. Hmm. There's a 3% chance of, uh, or you're 3% more likely to, div- to divorce being one year apart. If there's a five-year difference, you're 18% more likely to split wow. up. If there's a 10-year difference, you're 39% <gasps> more likely to wow. split up. Next morning, Mindbender. Right out of the gate. Maybe the clue was too easy. 
You did help out. I'll significantly. Five bad habits to break if you want to build a healthy relationship. What's the number one? The bad habit. Uh, it's enough. There's a Frozen song that kind of puts you on the right path. <laughs> what is the number one bad habit you have to break if you have any chance to have a healthy relationship, Cindy? Is it holding a grudge? Exactly right. Oof. You've got to let it go. There you go. Let it go. There let it, it is go. right there. <laughs> yep, grudges, bad things. Right. Bad, bad things, holding grudges. Do you agree, Cindy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can hold it for a little while. A little bit. Just to, you know, make your point. Mm -hmm. But it's exhausting for yourself to hold a grudge. That's the problem. It is really pretty much about yourself. I mean, that (laughs) takes a lot of energy to hold a grudge. It really does kind of always come back to you, doesn't it? What I'm doing is really more about me than you. (gasps) Yeah. All right. You know, those five bad habits you got to break. If you want to have a healthy relationship, there's a tie at number five. You've got to stop nagging, lecturing, or pleading. Wow. What? Really? Yep. Tied with complaining about your partner to other people. Oh, that is really toxic. That's probably Cut that out. Cut that out. Not nice. Uh, Number four, you've got to stop allowing your your emotions to go unchecked. Ah. You lock it up. Oh, lock it up? Chill out. Yeah, lock it up. You don't even know what that means, do you? Uh, Yeah, I do. What is it? It's like, um, is that from like Talladega Nights or something? Close it off. Yeah, it's uh, Wedding Crush. You lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. Well, you look, you look. Yeah. We'll so we should emotions. lock it up or yeah. we shouldn't? Allowing your emotions to go unchecked is a problem. Ah. Being erratic nonstop yeah. mm-hmm. oh, with your right. emotions. Okay, yeah. Uh, number three, you got to stop snooping, spying, or Ooh. checking up on your partner. That's so, oh. but it's a, uh, yeah. Oh, but it's so it's bad. It's kind of addicting, though. Once you start, you can't stop. It's a slippery, slippery slope. Oh. Sounds Don't like start. something you're doing pretty consistently. Yeah. No, well. uh, number two, <laughs> you have to uh, stop changing who you are in an effort to be loved more. That sounds very Dr. Phil. Oh, it does. It does. By the way, more on Dr. Phil coming up in the next 15 minutes. Whip, you're going to be so happy with what I have for you. All right. You're going to love it. And finally, number one on the things you have to break if you want to build a healthy relationship, you've got to stop holding grudges. So this, states where realtors don't have to tell you if someone died in your house. Not required to disclose anything, but agents can't obscure the truth if asked in Illinois. I had no idea. Easy. But I still have, even knowing this, I'm not comfortable answering, asking that question. You got oh, to know. I asked it, though. Just, uh, how does it? Oh, I, uh, how do you even work that in? I, the, <laughs> I, like, the, the, I like the kitchen. <laughs> when yeah. were these floors redone? Yeah, and uh, the garage door, that's new. And did anybody die in this house? <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. Uh, crazy. 312-233-1019. Hi, Debbie. Hi. What was your situation? My cousin bought a house. This was 1990. She bought it in the city. Right. And we go to move her in, and we're taking stuff up to the attic, and there's two full-length mirrors facing each other. We're like, oh, God. why are these here? So we took them down, put stuff in the attic. We brought boxes in. I was in charge of unpacking the kitchen. I'm putting stuff in the cabinets, cereal and dishes. And I turn around to go into the pantry, and all of a sudden, the drawers are opening and closing. The doors are opening and closing. Get out cereal of boxes. I'm not lying. Come cereal on. boxes were flying across How the room. How drunk were you? What? You'd been drinking. You guys we had the three margarita no, lunch. We left, and we're like, what the hell is going on? And she called the realtor and said, did something happen in this house? And she's like, oh, yeah. A guy died in the house, and it's haunted. Right, right. Oh, oh, did I not tell you that? Did I, I, yep. did I leave that out at closing? It's haunted. Oh, I, what? I'm pretty sure I told you. No, I don't know how I missed that. Non-negotiable <laughs> down payment done. Mm. That's crazy. Hey, Laura. 
Hello. Hi. Uh, what was your story? Uh, my parents, uh, their neighbor across the street was murdered oh, in God. her house. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice, sleepy, sleepy suburban house. You right. don't expect it. Right. Um, and it was a corner lot that the house was on. So when the family went to put it on the market, somehow they were able to petition to have the the address of the house moved to the other street. Right. Yeah. And this happened. Yeah. Famous mm-hmm. famous murderers. Casey House it. is a different. Casey it moved the front door a, a little whole, bit and changed it. Whole yep. different address. The whole thing. And it, yeah. it's obviously the house isn't even there anymore. Well, but exactly. The property, yeah, yeah, yeah. The property what? itself. Just because it, yeah. everybody never... didn't want that address yeah. anymore. Yeah. Don't want that address ever. Again. I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah. Well, used to be eighty two thirteen West Summerdale. I believe. Wow. That. It's kind of creepy. You know that. Yeah. Stored that away in his memory. That's more than Paul Holes ever did. <laughs> I can help him. And I'm going to get Paul Holes calling me now. Go, why are you talking about me this way? Leave me alone. I don't want to solve any mystery. I didn't do mystery. anything to you. Yeah. He seems like a very knowledgeable well, guy. I'm sure he, well, he has to be. I mean, he be. wrote me in. I was ready to go. Whatever that guy said, I'm like, whatever he says, <laughs> let's do that. And we were talking about the five bad habits that you need to break if you want to build a healthy relationship. Yeah. Tied at number five was... You got to stop nagging, lecturing, and pleading. Did you hear that? Mm. Nagging, lecturing, and pleading. Okay. Tied with, you also need to stop complaining about your partner to other people. Yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Number four, allowing your emotions to go unchecked. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Check them. Number three, snooping, spying, or checking up on your partner. Mm. Cut it out. Mm. Unless you're Violetta, do it more. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, changing who you are in an effort to be loved more. Cut Aww. it out. Get to a therapist. <laughs> And finally, at number one, you have got to stop holding grudges. Yeah, just let it go. The bad habit you need to break if you want to build a healthy relationship. So we said at that time, oh, yeah, maybe you heard that and go, yeah, I know that's healthy to do that, but yeah, I'm not doing it because I have a grudge. I've been holding it for a while, and here's what it's all about. We said text us 60123, the grudge you're currently holding. I got the five finalists. Okay. All right. We're going to need to pick a winner, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Make sure I got them all here. Got them all all right. There were a lot that came in. A lot of people holding grudges. All right, I lied. I got seven finalists. I couldn't I couldn't whittle oh. it down to five. I lied. <laughs> okay. I lied. I lied, all right? So listen carefully. Be prepared to pick your favorite. Okay. Majority wins. Best grudge. You get a prize. Okay. Grudge number one. We said, who's it against and why? 60123. I have a grudge against my old neighbor. We fought all the time, and she called me a fat, jealous hillbilly in front of our neighbors <laughs> while shoveling snow. Oh, <laughs> my Fat, jealous God. hillbilly. That's the trifecta right there. Oh, my God. Fat, jealous, and hillbilly? Really? Uh, Number two. My former best friend declined being my daughter's godmother. That happened 20 years ago, and the grudge lives on. Oh, Oh, man. Number three. My brother's holding a grudge against me because I had the nerve to give his ex-wife a hug in his presence. What? Oh, man. Uh Uh-oh. Number four. I have a grudge against my sister who lost her virginity to my boyfriend when she was 13 and I was 16. Oh, I walked in on them. I'm 43 now. We haven't spoken since. Oh, my God. How about that grudge? Be something warranted with that that grudge. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was number four. Number five. My husband is my grudge because he told me a long time ago I'd be homeless if it wasn't for him. Uh She's okay. Uh The grudge I'm holding, my husband forgetting a vasectomy without discussing it with me first and then expecting me to help him during the recovery. Oh, yeah. And finally, I went on a business dinner in Mexico City. The host took us to a very expensive steakhouse. 
The steaks were brought family style. While everyone was eating and talking, one colleague remained quiet and hoarded all the steak. Ah. Left none for anyone else. Fast forward three years. He needed my approval on something, and I denied it solely because of the steak hoarding. Wow, that is holding a grudge over food. But it's a, it's a characteristic. Violetta, which one do you like? Oh, uh, shoot. I got to go with the fat, jealous hillbilly. Fat, jealous hillbilly. Whip. Um, I kind of like the virginity boyfriend thing. Virginity boyfriend. Melissa. Virginity boyfriend. Virginity boyfriend Ooh. is our winner. My sister <laughs> lost her virginity to my boyfriend when she was 13 and I was 16. I walked in on them. I'm 43 now. We still don't talk. Let's reward that. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> crazy, crazy grudges. All right, three-story Thursday. Headline number one. UK office workers baffled as COVID sign asked men to pee six feet away from the urinals. Office workers were confused as the COVID social distancing sign mistake asked them to pee two meters or roughly six and a half feet from the urinals. Hmm. There was a line on the floor that says, keep your distance, and it's six feet away from the urinals. That doesn't make any sense. No. Alistair Hilton was stopped in his tracks after he went to the toilet and spotted the poorly placed sign, making it look like he had to aim from six feet away. Uh Dubbed the most ridiculous social distancing measure yet, the sign mistake at the One Kingdom Street walk-in office base in London caused a stir after Alistair posted the image online. The eight-foot sign stretched across the floor, stating, keep your distance, with a diagonal stripe marking, which appears to look like a do-not-cross sign. (laughs) Walk up to the line. Really let that thing go. (laughs) Good luck. Headline number two. (laughs) Ah, the French. French school bans parents from throwing kids over locked gate if they arrive late. So funny. In uh, France, some parents are struggling to get their kids into school on time and have been resorting to desperate (gasps) measures to make the 8.30 a.m. deadline. At a primary school in southern France, they put up a series of hilarious notices showing an adult actually throwing a small child over the six-foot-high fence. Wow. The signs warn under-pressure parents, please don't throw your little darlings over the six-foot-high steel fence to get them in. Okay. Come on, we got this. You're going to land fine. The school's head teacher said the staff was tired of irresponsible parents doing it in their rush to work when running late. Parents arriving after the bell were literally tossing their kids over the top of the fence. This will sit with me for such a long time. She added that the pupils were not regularly thrown over the fence, but it was an area of concern, and she feared it was just a matter of time before one of the kids was injured. Of course. Mm -hmm. The French. (laughs) That's right. And finally... Russian nail salon slammed for giving shrimp head manicures. You might have to post a picture of these, Violetta. Okay, yeah, because I don't even really understand what you're saying. Well, you'll see in a second. The controversy kicked off after Nail Sunny shared a video to its 2.2 million Instagram followers chronicling the bizarre new brand of crustacean cosmetics. It's the shrimp head manicures. So the fingernails look like shrimp heads with the little tentacles mm. coming off. Oh, weird. Ew, that's gross. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I don't The one-minute like tutorial, which boasted over 140,000 views before it was remu- removed, starts innocently enough with an unseen model having her nails shaped and applied with adhesive. Things take a turn when the camera cuts to the technician, removing a streamed shrimp's inside and sticking the oh. empty shrimp head on the model's fingers like gel tips. The footage mm. concludes with the model displaying her acrylic claws for the camera. That's just I disgusting. just don't so get weird. it. I just don't. 
thought the French were weird a second ago. Yeah, they yeah. their kids over the fences. Now look at what the Russians are doing. Right. Making shrimp nails. <laughs> For a trending on Twitter update from the social media desk, Violetta has the three things we're looking at. Here we go at number three. The Starbucks holiday cups arrived last week, and you can still order those and potentially get a reusable festive cup while supplies last if you order one of their holiday drinks. They have the eggnog latte, mm. chestnut latte, why am I saying latte like that? Latte. Um, brulee latte. Cafe latte. <laughs> I believe, don't they have that whip? Uh, yeah, I think they have the cafe latte. Cafe latte. It's <laughs> so fancy. Yeah. And a peppermint mocha. Nice. Oh, that's so good. I like the eggnog one. Mm, I know eggnog. maybe it makes me less of a man, but I no, love it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Trending on Twitter number two. With Taco Bell's Mexican pizza now retired, a lot of people are upset. <sighs> I love that. You did? That I've never had one, it. That was my favorite part of it, of Taco Bell. So it's retired, and everybody's saying, mm. you know, 2020 can't handle this. Mm-mm. But what uh, Taco Bell did in return was to add on the toasted cheddar chalupa mm. for a limited time. And they're hoping that calms people down. Can't yeah. go wrong with the chalupa. And trending on Twitter, number one. Okay, so hashtag huge gator is trending right now. There is a couple of pictures coming out of Naples, Florida, circulating of a giant alligator. Mm. It was caught on camera during a hurricane, and it is, like, really troubling how large and, like, thick his tail is. Oh, yeah. And he's just, like, tall and massive, and he looks like he's on, like, steroids. I, uh, in Naples, mm. saw an 11-foot gator on the golf course. Wow. I, I believe um, it after this picture. Foot. Is yeah. that common? No, those is, that's pretty big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. They got a lot of big gators, though. But mm. it's huge. It is Florida. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.